On today's video, I'm going to talk about how to invest in esports. But before we get to there, I want to talk about why I'm so bullish in this sector. So let's get started. So like I said, today we are going to talk about esports. First, we're going to begin by me talking about the overall market in esports. And then I'm going to break down some companies that I would like to invest in because of esports and how they how they fit in this market overall. But before we go any further, guys, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much. And I truly, truly appreciate the support. Finally, if you guys want to get in contact with me, I'm pretty active on Twitter and on my Discord channel. It's free for my viewers. I'm not charging for anything. So feel free to find me on Twitter or on my Discord. All the information should be in the description. And finally, guys, I'm going to do a video like this at least once a week. So let me know in the comments below which one you want me to do next. How to invest in clouds, how to invest in airlines. I know airlines are pretty big right now. So between the two, let me know in the comments below. Or if you have any other suggestions, feel free to post on the comments below. All right. So first, let's just all right, so now that I'm done with that, let's just start off with the overall market and how it's growing. So first, let's just take a look at revenue and the type of growth. And there's this pretty cool website, NewZoo, where I got a lot of this information and they talk a lot about esports. So if you guys want to learn more, I definitely would recommend you go check them out. So in 2018, esports revenue was about $865 million. In 2019, it grew to 196, uh, to one point, over $1.1 billion. In 2020, it's expected to go to 1.3. In 2021, it's expected to go 1.6 and by 2022 is expected to go to close to 1.8 billion and this was last updated in june 2019 so i do believe that there might be right now due to covid 19 there is going to be a bit of an increase in this market right now um, because more people were staying home and more people were actually watching more esports and anything that dealt with the esports market and it's actually pretty crazy to say you might be like but jose um i'm not really much of an esports guy uh, and this is pretty crazy. Over over half of the people that watch esports are usually non are usually casual gamers or casual esports watchers. It means that in like once a they usually only watch an esports an esports channel about once a month. But still, with that that being over fifty percent, they're still seeing this amount of growth in revenue. And you can see, right, every year is growing close to 10 per, over 10% revenue on a yearly basis. And that's actually pretty strong. So now I wanted to see where this company's revenue, where, where esports markets revenue is usually going to. And here we have a chart right here. And most, oh, most of the total revenue actually goes in some form of sponsorships. And this to me, esports, the esports market is just like any other sports market, right? The pretty much the what esports is being used for is more as an advertisement platform, right? So if you think about, for example, basketball or any sports, the first thing you think about would probably be like Nike's or the brand Gatorade. Right. So that's, I think, the power of esports. So all these sponsorship programs are, are paying into random team, not random teams, into big teams so they can sponsor their products. For example, a lot of the big products I see out there in esports are the mouses, right? Racer mouse. Um, we see we see um, Omen laptops. We see Alienware laptops. We see different types. NVIDIA graphics cards, AMD graphics cards, Intel CPUs. So it's pretty much more of an advertisement type business. And similar to like what, what I want to say, maybe like 
Facebook or YouTube, right? Where YouTube, the way YouTube makes money is through the advertisement of a business. And that's where, where I do believe this is where, where, where I do believe this is how esports is going to continue to make most of its money. The other portion, another big portion is media rights and media rights. This is, for example, we're, we're going to see there's different platforms where you can watch, where you can watch esports. A lot of those, the, the three biggest platforms right now are probably Twitch, YouTube gaming, and some form of ESPN. Sometimes, um, so starting these games, they sell their rights to certain platforms and they can only, those are the only platforms that can play their, that can use their games. For example, if you guys know anything about Activision, Activision is a big gaming, a big gaming company. They sold their rights to their media rights for, to YouTube. So YouTube is the big, is the one showing, um, Call of Duty right now. And YouTube is showing right now Hearthstone when they go in some form of tournament. So this is where certain companies also make money. And again, right, this is gonna drive this is gonna drive more viewers to YouTube to understand more about YouTube's platform. And it's also helping it's also helping the the gaming that gaming company spread their brand awareness throughout the world. The next is publisher fees, and this is just the whatever fees the game creator makes. Merchandise tickets is another big. The two smallest are digital sales and streaming sales. And just so you guys know, right, this revenue does not count for any form of betting, any form of fantasy leagues, and any it doesn't count for games sold as well. It, so now let's talk about viewer statistics. So we saw how so now let's talk about viewers of viewer growth, right? So we talked about a bit about revenue growth and how revenue is expected to grow throughout the upcoming years. Now let's take a look at viewer growth. So I'm taking a look right now at Twitch and Twitch is one of the it's the leading streaming platform for video games. In 2017, 355 billion minutes were watched. In 2018, it grew to 560 billion. In 2019, it grew to 660 billion. And right now, we're sitting halfway through 2020, and it's already at 418 billion minutes watched this year. So we can see, right? Obviously, I would say a big portion of that increase was due to COVID-19, a lot more people being home and a lot more people having the time to watch gaming gaming streams. So I, I see that increase, but just like we see an increase in the e-commerce market, I don't know if you guys have been following the e-commerce market, e-commerce has now taken a huge portion of retail sales in just the past quarter. And they do say that even though they did take that big increase, they don't see much of a retraction happening because usually once people find something and they like something, it's very hard for them to leave it. And I do think that that's gonna happen the same with viewing online streaming viewers. So we can see right every year we see strong double digit growth in average watch time. All right, so this is actually what I was talking about, the viewers and just how occasional viewers and esports viewers are, are, are different. Here we have in 2019, the total audience was 443. In 2019, previously it was expected to be 454. So 2019 did show a bit of a slowdown for the esports market, but I do think that 2020 is gonna pick up that slack that we saw in 2019. But look, out of that 443 million total audience, more than 50% were occasional viewers. And occasional viewers are people that watch esports about one time a month. But the good thing is we are seeing a, both an increase in, in occasional viewers and esports enthusiasts. So again, you continue to see that growth, but a huge portion of them are occasional viewers. 
yours. And I would consider myself an occasional viewers. Every once in a while, I would watch a game or two, but it's not like I know every team. It's not like I know every game happening and where. And another thing I wanted to talk about was just the overall market of where this, this viewership is coming from. 50%, 57% of the total viewership in 2019 actually came from Asia Pacific region. So that's actually pretty big. And that's where I'm kind of bullish in that market as well. Then we have North America actually only makes up 12%. Europe makes up 16% and the rest of the world is 15%. But it's pretty crazy. Even though 12% of the the viewers come from North America, most of the money actually comes from North America just because most of the companies are here. But I think it is pretty important to note that over 57% of the viewers are in some form of Asia Pacific region. All right, so now that we talked about why I'm so bullish in this, right? The, The first reason is the revenue growth. The second reason is the viewer growth. Every year we're seeing big revenue growth. And the third reason is the type of viewers, right? It's not just esports enthusiasts that watch that are growing it's also occasional viewers that are also spending more time watching these videos and those are the three biggest reasons why i'm in i'm really bullish in this market and also because this is more of a sponsorship type market where the companies that were the money's going to be collected similar to that of facebook similar to that of youtube similar to that of google so now let's talk about some companies so here another another chart i got from newc and streamlines i want to see the top 10 publishers watched across all platforms in 2019 so i'm i'm gonna i doing this so then i can talk about how you can invest in those companies so first is gonna be riot games so riot games was the number one publisher and this is actually owned it's that whole company is owned by a company called tencent and that tencent is actually a chinese company we're going to see this company a lot, right? So Tencent owns about 100% of Riot Games. But in Riot Games, if you guys don't know, they own the games League of Legends, which is one of the biggest. And then Valorant is another one that's coming up and doing really good. Just side note, there is another... And Tencent ticker is T-C-E-H-Y. So if you guys want to know their ticker, that's their ticker. Um, another thing... League of Legends, even though it's owned by Riot Games, I do think another company that I'm very bullish on, ticker SE, which is the C company, C company is a Singapore company. That company owns the right of LOL, uh, of League of Legends. And they also have some form of streaming platform that I don't think I mentioned in this, in this, or in this presentation, but I just wanted to bring it out next. The second one was Epic Games. So Epic Games was the second largest viewed publisher and epic games is the company that made fortnite right if you know about video games fortnite is one of the biggest um and 40 percent of this company is owned by again tencent next we have blizzard entertainment and if you know blizzard entertainment they own call of duty they own world of warcraft they own hearthstone they own starcraft they and so i think those they own a lot of big games but there are a lot of big names and this to me is one of my favorite companies because i think they are in the forefront of the esports market if you think about tournaments you're thinking about call of duty tournaments you're thinking about hearthstones tournaments you're thinking about i think those are the four um what's the other one her um heart watch overwatch 
Overwatch is another game, Activision, and all of these are big in the esports market. And if you want to invest in Blizzard Entertainment, their ticker is ATVI, Activision. Next, we have Valve. Valve, unfortunately, is a private company, so this one is not one that you can invest on in the market. Next, we have e Electronics Arts, EA Games. They own games like FIFA, Madden. They own some rights to Star Wars games like Battlefront 2 and ea games you can actually invest in them that is ticker ea next we have rockstar rockstar has games like grand theft auto and the other one they have is red dead red dead redemption um and this is take two entertainment take two online games i think and ticker is ttwo if you want to get into them the next is Tencent Games, but again, I already talked about Tencent Games. They own Riot Games and they own Epic Games, and then they do their own games. Um, next is Garena, actually, and that's the one that's owned by SE, the one that I, I mentioned earlier before, that's ticker SE. Some others I did not mention are Ubisoft that does not, does not, it is in the private market right now, but it was not the top, was not in the top 10. So I didn't, I didn't really bring it up, but I thought it was worth mentioning. All right. So that's the first way you can invest in esports, right? Is to invest in game makers. The other way is to invest in the streaming platform. So you might be like, Jose, what the heck is a streaming platform? So a streaming platform is like, let's say I'm playing a video game and I want other people to come and watch me and I want to become a big name, a big, a big streamer name like Ninja or or I, that's the only one, unfortunately. I know I don't know many, many streamers names, um, but I want to become a famous, a famous player. This is where you go. You create streaming and it's pretty much YouTube for video games, but it's more lifetime. More, it's, it's more of a live stream happening. So the biggest one right now is Twitch. And Twitch is actually owned by Amazon. Unfortunately, Amazon makes so much money out there that if you buy Amazon, you don't really see much of Twitch revenues. Twitch revenue is so small compared to Amazon's total revenue that they don't even show you how much Twitch makes. The second one is YouTube Gaming. And YouTube Gaming is owned by Google. And this is the second. Again, the, the leader in all of this is definitely Twitch. Next, we have Mixer. Mixer is owned by Microsoft. And we're gonna see Microsoft's name. We're also gonna see Google's name in a lot more, in a lot more company, in a lot more sectors later on. Then we have Facebook Gaming. Facebook Gaming is obviously owned by Facebook. There's two that I did not that are not in North America. So people in North America might not know them, but they're really big in China. And the reason I, I'm talking about this is look, remember that audience growth. Over 57% of the total audience came from an Asia Pacific country. So Huya and Doju, both of these companies, Huya's ticker is H-U-Y-A and Doju's ticker is D-O-Y-U. Both of these are similar streaming platforms, similar to Twitch and Twitch is not allowed in China. So that's why you have Huya and Doju. And let me tell you one thing, Huya and Doju, Tencent, remember the company I talked about earlier that owns so many different games, also owns huge portions of both these streaming platforms. So that's ticker T-C-E-H-Y if you guys are, are curious. And that's one I'm very, very bullish on just because they have their toes in so many different things. And so that's 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 another way you can invest in esports through this streaming. And actually, before we go any further, there's another market that I think it, I think I'm pretty much the most bullish on in this. And this is the game engine, the game engine. And you might be like, Jose, what the heck is a game engine? 
A game engine is pretty much a way for you to be able to create a video game. I can pretty much download a game engine and the two right now are Unity and Epic Games uh, Unreal Engine, which is owned by Epic Games. And this is a software where you can go and you can actually like write your code, where you can create your animation of a video game. And I do think with the increase of, of independent publishers trying to make their own games, these companies are gonna be the biggest ones. And how do you invest in those two? Unfortunately, right now, um, Unity is a private company, but it is expected to go IPO this year. The second one is Unreal Engine, and that is created by Epic Games. And remember, Epic Games, 40% of that is owned by Tencent. All right, now the third way to the, the fourth way, right? Because we first we had first we had the cloud makers, then we had the streamings, the streamers, then we had the game develop they, the game development software, and now the fourth one will be cloud gaming. And this is another one I'm pretty bullish on. Unfortunately, the companies that are behind these are already pretty big. So just, I don't know how much of an impact it will make to their companies. Um, so the first one is, let me explain what cloud gaming is. So cloud game, the one of the worst things about gaming is, especially PC gaming, if you don't have a powerful machine, certain games might not be playable in your machine. And this actually prevents certain people to buy certain games because their computer is not strong enough to do it. And then example, countries with lower income where they don't have the ability to purchase PC games, uh, strong PC computers, um, this cloud and gaming is what I think is gonna revolutionize this and allow and allow gaming to be available for everybody. So what is cloud gaming? So like I mentioned, right? Cloud, um, like I mentioned, certain games require a strong computer to play with. But how about if you didn't need a strong gaming to play with? So cloud gaming does this. You're able to connect to a computer server and with your regular computer, it could be a beater computer. All you need is strong internet connection and you connect to some cloud server. In this cloud server, now you have thousands and thousands of computers all run with very strong hardware so they can play any games. And then you just pick your game you want to play and it plays that game with you. So now you don't need a strong computer to play your game. You can have a regular computer, just a regular a regular $200 laptop and you can be playing in a, in a computer that's worth over $4,000 and be playing the games you want to play with the highest graphics. And even I, I've even used it, right? For example, I can play computer games on my phone now because of cloud gaming. I can go to my TV right now and play my PC games because of cloud gaming. I can go to some other country and buy a $100 laptop and play my top games because of cloud gaming. So imagine all these countries where you have kids that were unfortunately are unable to buy $2,000, $3,000 laptops. Now they can just use a regular computer and they can play the game they want. And I think this is going to open up so much for game developers, for just the overall esports market. And the, the two main ones right now are GeForce Now and Stadium. And again, both of them do the same thing. They just have different games that you can play in each of them. The good thing about them is they are a reoccurring soft subscription. So you pay for like, for example, GeForce, I think it's $7 a month that you pay and you can just 
anytime you want you can get on on a high-powered computer from anywhere right like i said i can get on from my phone and just play my computer games from my phone and that's how insane cloud gaming is and geforce now that's owned by nvidia again we're gonna see nvidia um, for um even even more the next is stadia and that's owned by google Ticker for NVIDIA's NVDA and ticker for Google is GOOG. And this is my last slide and this one is hardware. And even though this is more of the video games aspect as a whole, I think just due to the increase of esports awareness is gonna drive more people to go into their into buying off their hardware. So we already know the basics. If you want, for example, the Xbox, you can go by Microsoft. If PS4, you go by Sony. The Switch, you can go by Nintendo. Now let's talk about PC parts. PC parts are the parts that go into all these high-powered games. You have NVIDIA and AMD. They both provide the graphics card for a computer, and you need a graphics card to be able to play your games. Then we have AMD and Intel. Again, AMD is both in the graphics and CPU department. The CPU department is pretty much the brain of this. AMD also develops the 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 AMD also develops the hardware that goes into the Xbox One and the PlayStation. And NVIDIA develops the hardware that goes into the Nintendo Switch. The other one that many people might not know, know about that go into PC ports is Micron Technology. The amount of memory that these games need, Micron Technology would be a good place to put here. And right, the, not the only amount of memory there, the memory that goes into the graphics cards is also coming from Micron Technology. And next we have virtual reality. If you want to go into virtual reality, you have Sony again. Sony has their virtual reality. You have Microsoft, they have their virtual reality. And I put Google, but I meant to put Facebook. Facebook owns the uh, that virtual reality company. I forget the name of it right now, but maybe you guys can let me know. And the final way you can invest in esports is through peripherals. For example, the headsets I wear, not these, but you can buy headsets. The biggest one is, is Turtle Beach. And that's ticker H-E-A-R here. Then you have the computers and, my, and, and mouse. I don't know if you guys can see my mouse. Their own, one of the biggest ones is Razer. And that's ticker, I think that one's over the counter, but I'm pretty sure you can find it. I don't know that ticker off my mind. Then you have the big laptops. You have Dell, you have HP that own, both of them own Omen, which is a big, a big gaming, a big gaming computer. And you have Alien, which which is another big gaming laptop laptop market. Then you have Asus and MSI who do create laptops and do create their own portions of, of graphics cards as well. So these are all the ways you guys can invest in esports. And if you guys want me to talk about my top favorite esports company, let me know in the comments below and I'll break down which ones of all of these I do like. But like I said, pretty much right now, I really wanted to show what the overall market and how you can invest different in each of this markets through esports so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode like always have a good night good day good night make sure to give a thumbs up subscribe and post a comment take care guys see you next time